0: The following podcast is not real, but it was really taped live at the Steppenwolf Theater as part of the Sounds Like Chicago Festival. Wait, that can't be right. These Steppenwolf Theater? Wow. This podcast at Steppenwolf is the least believable thing the show has ever done. Even I'm having trouble knowing what's real and what isn't anymore, and I get a lot of briefing on that. Anyway, the show continues to be sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you want to send a package to the show, send it to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642, Care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogs Face, Land of Foon. Someone from Cards Against Humanity will make sure your package gets to the Land of Foon, which again does not exist. Enjoy the show!
2: Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Kneekamp. If you never listened to the podcast before, hello. <laughs> and uh, you're going to be a little bit confused, but let But uh, let me sort of be your guide as to what you're about to hear. About a year and a half, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago. If you're familiar with the city of Chicago, it's the one at the intersection of Irving and Clark. And I fell through that (laughs) some (laughs) some some intersection applause. Uh, I fell through that portal into the fantastical, magical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from that Burger King through the dimensional portal that I fell through, and I use that to upload a podcast that I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, where we are now, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined every week by my co-host, Chunt, the King of the Badgers. (laughs) A little, a little podcast-friendly high kicking, Bing Bong. So, Sean, for new listeners, you are a talking badger. I'm a shapeshifter. You, you are a shapeshifter who yes. is currently and frankly almost always in the shape of a badger. Yeah, I'm currently uh, a badger, and I'm also the king of the badgers. You are the king of the badgers. Yeah. Thus the scepter, the, thus the scepter. But I don't always carry it, so this is a little bit of a deviated scepter. Oh, damn! De- <laughs> hmm. And uh, where's your, where's your crown? Uh, my crown, I don't wear all the time, uh-huh. just because I'm having a little bit of trouble with my subjects. Uh huh. So I don't want them to be able to directly, you know, pick me out of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want your subjects to be able to tell that it's you. Not unless I want them to, you know. Sure. Just because things have been a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're tired of me being king, so I'm just, you know. I'm tired of you being king. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Until a new plotline is introduced, I guess. Yeah. You never it. know. Yeah. You never know. And um, I, I, uh, I always never want to introduce this guy. <laughs> But, you know what? I will, even though I know that our listeners could not care less. But my other co-host is Usador the Wizard.
3: I am Usador! Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesus! Master of light and shadow! Manipulator of magical delights! Devourer of chaos! Champion of the great halls of Taracus. The elves know me! Hold on! <laughs> the elves know me as Fiang The dwarves know me as Zonin and <laughs> And I am known in the Northeast as Gasmwanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names you do not know yet, so don't even try to say them or I'll smack you in the face. <laughs>
2: So, Usador, I'm sorry, normally I, you know, you know, I get ready for our podcast, I take out my laptop, I set out some microphones. I realized that this week I did not set out a microphone for you. You had
3: one thing to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but luckily, you discovered that just over a few feet away from our table, there's another microphone here in the Vermilion Minotaur.
3: That's right. How...
2: How is there just another microphone here? I have
3: been using my great magical powers to duplicate all of your (laughs) Mm gigamy-googies.
2: You've been replicating Earth technology?
3: Yes. It doesn't usually work right. (laughs) Often it cries itself to sleep.
2: Oh. Yeah, the other day I had to tuck in an iPhone. Had to kiss it on the forehead, tuck it in, and then it slowly melt it into nothing.
3: Oh, no, well, I'm no glad I... I have buried so many iPhones. <laughs> oh.
2: Usually an iPhone will last about two years before you have to bury it, and then it dies immediately. Earth people are loving that joke. <laughs>
3: Nay, sadly, these did not even last two months before I did have to dig a small hole in the ground, throw them inside as they screamed, No, no, Usador! And then covered them with dirt as they continued to scream, I'm alive! What are you doing? I
2: I want to talk about uh, something that happened just before the show.
3: Yes, of course. This
2: I don't think I've ever seen this happen before. This is the first time I ever saw Usador use stairs. (laughs) It's not pretty. Not pretty. There's like, you carry, what are all the things that you carry, Usador?
3: I have my sword. Uh-huh. My trusty sword. I have my pipe. Yes. For smoking pipe weed. I have my bottle.
2: Just, your bo- just my bottle.
3: In case I need to capture a fairy, perhaps? Ooh. It's always good to have an extra empty bottle. Don't, don't knock it. Yeah. Of course, I have my great staff of wizardly power. And I have a little, uh, something to make the day a little bit better.
2: <laughs> but I, I just realized that, especially with the sword and the staff, it is hard for you to negotiate stairs.
3: Yes, this is why I, in the mornings, I sit up at an exact 90 degree angle and fly through my chimneys, lest I have to walk down the steps in the front of my hovel.
2: Also, have I never mentioned that there are stairs behind the Vermilion Minotaur? I don't think you have. Yeah, there's just like a steep, there's just a long, steep uh, thing of stairs just going down into, into the ground.
3: Yes, yes, that's where I buried all the sad, dead technology. <laughs> right behind the vermilion minotaur. So every day we can go down there and say, goodbye, razor phone.
2: <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, he tried to make a phone that was an iPhone but also served as a razor.
3: It's terrible. Yeah.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, a horrible idea. But we got it to say one thing, and the one thing it said was two thousand one called, and that's it. And then it died. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what does that mean? But where do, where do those stairs go behind the Vermilion
3: Minotaur? Down and down towards the bog. The bog? Of course. Down you, towards the bog. You've never been in the bog. Never been to the bog? I, I
2: haven't been to the bog.
3: Well that's where all the ghosts are. Why do you think I bury things back there? If you bury something near
2: a bog, it comes back to life as a, as a specter. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What about pets? Have you put pets in there? Do they... I uh, usually put them in a cemetery. Oh, in a... How do, you, how do you spell that? Cemetery? Yeah. S-E-M-E-N-T-A-R-Y. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. What? So if I, So say I had, like, a pet wolf. And I—you ba- couldn't
3: handle a pet wolf, <laughs> far beyond your capabilities. I would suggest you get a hamster, or maybe like some gravel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a
2: wolf would w- walk all over you. A wolf, a a wolf would walk all over me. Would just step all over
3: me. Are you kidding me? If you had a wolf, it would run in here. It would. Go to the bar, get a big drink of beer, sculpt it all down. Look, you go, woo, woo.
2: <laughs> yeah, his jaw, his jaw would descend to the floor. He wouldn't be able to control it. Tongue would loll out. But I see what you're saying. You're trying to say that it would be a, would be a yeah. stepping wolf. It would be a stepping. It would be a wolf would wolf. walk all over you. Yeah.
3: I saw. I saw. What Wait, you're guys.
2: Saying. Let us not speak. I of just the heard stepping wolf. <laughs> yes.
3: The ghosts are angered.
2: The ghosts are very, very angered. Um. I want, to, I want to mention really quick that if you're listening at home and you would like to send an email to the show, which we answer on the show, you can always send those to magictavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. And, uh, and say, you're listening, say you're listening to the show right this very moment, and you're like, I've got a question. I'm going to send it to the show. You can send those emails, and we will, if we have time, answer some of those emails on the show.
3: Okay, why are you telling me?
2: <laughs> yeah, you're just staring him dead in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I... Ease up, hey Arnie, Arnie. The hell! Ease up, ease up. Yes, it's listen. I don't. Much. I didn't want to tell you this, but store has been complaining about the intense eye contact that you make with him. Really? He said you're always trying to make meaningful eye contact with him, and it's upsetting. <laughs> Do you know that most people can't even look at wizards straight in the eyes? They usually, you know, look downward or look at really? his reflection. Yes, people don't. You, people don't look wizards in the
3: eye? Oh, they try. <laughs> but lest they wish to catch on fire spontaneously or find themselves with a, a, a extra neck growing out of their current neck
2: that's the worst is when you see a guy with not two heads but <laughs> two, necks, two necks another neck yeah. is the neck boy I got so many questions about Just this the worst. neck oh. Just And you try not to look at it, but the, the person, they're, they're like, are you looking at my... It's like, yeah, of course I am. Is, so what's at the end of the second neck? Does, is it just like fleshed over or is it just sort of like... It's usually open with a hole in the middle and kind of spurts every once in a while.
3: Oh. Either that or they put like a nice little bit of uh, decoration on it. Oh. Like you can kind of frost it like a cake. Yeah. Put a little strawberry in the middle.
2: Hey, you know what? Actually, I want to make sure, uh, I'm so excited to talk to our guests, guys. I've heard, this guy is very sort of famous in Foon, uh, so I'm going to just welcome out the Bandit
3: King. <gasps> oh, notorious Bandit King, what brings you here today?
1: I, I was traveling through your very area, and I decided to stop in
3: for a cup of ale. Oh, that, yeah, that, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah
4: totally.
3: Yeah. You're not up to some nefarious plan or evil doing or ne'er-dwelling? Well, in Bandit
1: Island, where I hail from, we're always up to ne'er-dwelling. It's sort of part of our government. Ooh. Yes.
2: Ban- Bandit Island.
1: Yes, yes.
2: So, is Bandit Island populated entirely by bandits?
1: Yes, indeed, yes. It, it, once you're there, you're a bandit. That's sure. the way it works. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like it's the Olive like, Garden. Like, yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> How do you know about the Olive Garden? Oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm well, sorry.
2: I was talking about an earth thing called the Olive Garden. What is the Olive Garden in Foon?
1: I was talking about a garden of olives that we have on Bandit Island. Yeah. Oh, And oh, once okay. you arrive there, you have to eat an olive, and then that's you've been indoctrinated. Oh, wow.
2: Okay.
3: Wow, that's good. that's good to but know. But these olives are evil.
2: So if everybody on Bandit, <laughs> which which reminds me, if you're hungry, we do have some dead sticks here. <laughs> oh yeah, we have a bunch of dead sticks. Mm. Um, they're like they're they're like bread, but they're. Why are you looking at me? It seems like you want to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead sticks. They're made with uh, dead yeast. When yeast dies, it still has flavor. So you cook uh, dead yeast and you make dead sticks. Oh, wow. And uh, it's impossible to run out of them. Oh, so they're endless dead sticks? I prefer just saying it's impossible to run out of them. <laughs> no, Okay. Well, wow, that's good. Uh, it would be my honor, uh, to uh, meeting a fellow king, it's, it would be my honor to grab you a drink. What would you like? Uh, I'll take a cup of blood. Uh,
1: okay,
3: I'll be right back. Can you be a little more specific?
1: Uh, I prefer A-positive.
3: A-positive.
1: Got
2: it. Be right back. He didn't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Sorry,
3: just joke (laughs) around. (laughs) You know how I'm a total (laughs) asshole. (laughs) I do know how you are a total asshole. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you want some A-positive blood, I'll go get it. Arnie, you're just sitting here staring at me What?
3: Christ, I'm the one that can't go downstairs
2: <laughs> Are you happy now? Yes, I am Look, I'm sorry, Bandit King This is something we do Chun and I pretend like we're going to go get drinks We come up for reasons not to So that Usador will go and do it
1: Ah, yeah uh, Well, we play a lot of pranks on Bandit Island, too I'm sure yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Is a,
2: what is a bandit
1: prank? Uh mostly just killing another person <laughs> i get it uh, yeah yeah that 's the that 's the ultimate prank, uh, the eternal uh,
2: prank, sure. and then you
1: take their things and then you have more things
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. so but if everyone on Bandit Island is a bandit is can bandits bandit each other
1: yeah that 's uh, sort of the foundation of our entire economy if uh-huh. you. Will. Yeah. yeah, how does the bandit economy work? It's sort of like a barter system, and by barter I mean stealing. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. so
2: you're just constantly all stealing from each other. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well, even like your relatives? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what uh, a bandit yeah, yeah, yeah. brothers. Mm. Yeah. Look, If I'm we gonna, were look, on my island, mm, you would die for that. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I think I would die on most <laughs> islands for that. Can mm-hmm. I ask, uh, one, uh, I, don't, I, I, might, I might have missed it. What's your f- name? Your first uh, name? My name is Raequanius. Rayquanius. Rayquanius. Oh, yes. oh, very nice to meet you. Uh, Can I just call you Rayquan for short? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two, how did you get your black eye? Uh, oh, uh,
1: someone tried to bandit me.
2: <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> yeah. Who would bandit the bandit king?
1: Well, uh, there's the bandit court jester. Uh huh. And sometimes he likes to play jokes, and uh, his jokes are sometimes not funny, and then I hit him.
2: And then he hit me back. Oh, I see. Wait, on your island, you can hit someone if their jokes aren't funny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no. No, don't hit me. My jokes are all really funny.
3: (laughs) Ah, ah, Die! Die! There was no a-positive blood, so I got you this ghost blood. (laughs) Sorry, ghost blood was all they had. Enjoy!
1: (laughs) Drink it up. Yep, yep. Bandits can't be choosers, you know? Bottoms
3: (laughs) up.
2: So, so Bandit King, how did you become the Bandit King?
1: Well, uh, as in... All monarchies. When the monarch dies, a next one takes his place. I just happen to facilitate the dying of the previous monarch by killing him. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a very violent place, Bandit Island.
2: Yeah, I I can imagine. How long have you been the Bandit King?
1: Well, time
2: is really relative, isn't it? Um. Whoa. The, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting very distracted. I'm getting a flurry of emails. Oh. Uh, Why don't you guys talk amongst yourselves?
3: Isn't anyone going to ask me what I killed on the way back in here? What was that? What did you stab at the top of the stairs there? I don't want to talk about it now. Come on, please. It was a bog demon. It was a bog demon. that came out from the bog. That's a problem. They usually stay down in the bog, but now they're getting braver and braver because every day... The Dark Lord's influence begins to take sway here in Hog's face. Yea, and every day he becomes more and more powerful as the boy behind the bar allows dark dealings and evil men to step foot here into the tavern. Yea, and even this bandit king, who seems harmless enough on his bandit island, who commits such acts of treachery as stealing... What 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 have you stolen recently? Food. Is stealing food food from sweet young babes and the like, who who probably need that food desperately.
2: Your uh, beard is low now.
3: No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Usador. I was checking my email. What was that thing that you just said? Oh! Saw?
3: the Dark Lord's influence grows every day. Damn it. E'en more powerful. Moment by moment. Second by second. Aye, we must defeat him. Aye, we must all band together. We must form a party of strong men and women and elves and dwarves and halflings and yea in bandit kings. Bandit king, thou art a mischievous rascalian. <laughs> But can you join my quest to help me defeat true evil? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. 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 What do you pledge to my quest?
2: Yeah, uh, what does a bandit have to offer?
1: Uh, well, uh, I can uh, make people feel uncomfortable. What was that? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think that bog demon is dead. Oh, no. Oh, God. Use it or... Careful with that sword! That sword is is far too real. When you're ready
0: to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO.
4: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales,
2: pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or go to
0: Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
2: Uh, well, while they're off uh, potentially killing someone, uh, I got an email here. It says Arnie, do you wear a pink shirt to every live show? Uh, all of my shows are live. Uh, does this maybe suggest a deeper psychological problem? Do they have mental health professionals in Foon? What general theories of practice dominate the mental health profession in Foon? <laughs> Question mark. Use it or forever. Billy Yum Yum 2 by 2 <laughs> What do they do in Foon if people seem like they need some mental help
1: uh well, normally they'll uh just lay down under a tree and sleep it off uh-huh. <laughs> sort of try to sleep off their mental illness uh-huh. uh, it, It's worked for me from time to time
2: really know? so what are what kind of mental this is a very personal question i'm realizing well, well it's just us yeah know? it's just the two of us mm. what kind of what kind of problems plague the bandit king <sighs>
1: It's mostly, I guess, the killing. Oh, sure. And the still being alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why did I survive? Why am I the king? I yeah. feel like an imposter sometimes.
2: So you're, sometimes you're like, I stabbed and killed that guy. Why did I survive that stabbing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then I look down into the crystal clear ocean waters that surround Bandit Island, and I see my reflection, and I think, who is Ray Quodius? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Who is Raekwanius?
1: He's the bandit king.
3: That's your name? Yes. Oh, I wasn't here for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. We didn't miss any talk about mental health, did we? Uh, No, none at all.
3: No. Don't worry, it was just a cat. It was... An (laughs) evil cat. (laughs) It has been dispatched.
2: Uh, I have another email here. It says, hello, Arnie. I was wondering if the Wolves of Foon, what a coincidence. We were just talking about that. I was wondering if the Wolves of Foon had a name that they knew Usador as. If so, what is that name? Also, what is the name of Usador's favorite wolf friend? That's it. Thanks. Arneson. Sent from a razor.
3: Well, of course, I'm good friends with the great wolf lords like Tentius.
2: King,
3: ten- King. King Tentius. And they know me as <laughs> the blue.
2: That's pretty good. And do you have a favorite wolf?
3: I just said I'm good friends with Kintentius. <laughs> oh, okay. The wolf lord. Oh, I see. I but see. I honestly, I kind of prefer his brother. We just have more in common... He seems like a cooler guy.
2: Sure. So you're good friends with King Tentius,
3: but you're but like... I kind of like his brother. His brother's cool. What,
2: what makes him a cooler wolf?
3: Like, just the way he combs his hair.
2: <laughs> yeah, his hair is perfect. Really? Perfect yeah. hair?
3: Yep. Yeah. like he's got a, like a little wolf pompadour. Yeah. Wow. I saw him
2: uh, the other day. He was at... Uh, do you know Vic the Traitor? Uh, <laughs> he was like Vic the Trader stand, and his hair was perfect. Wow, Yeah, yeah. It just, was great! That's <laughs> perfect hair. Trader yep. Vic's okay. Yeah, uh, that hair will go away
1: with age, though. Yeah, right now he's just a teen wolf. Oh, oh. yeah.
3: <laughs> just true. A,
2: it's true. Just a teen wolf playing yeah. sports. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah, sometimes, sometimes I go down to where the wolf lords are playing, and I bring my cart, and they, they sort of. Get on top of the cart and balance themselves as I pull the cart around with Grimhoof. Wow. Wow.
2: Those are some amazing styles that they must have.
3: That is the very (laughs) brother's name. I feel like I heard a a Styles the Wolf? (laughs) Really? Yes. Super hairy guy.
2: (laughs) What's next? (laughs) I want to answer one more email here real quick. It says, Chunt's crowned. Is Chunt out of the Insane Crown Posse yeah. now that he refuses to wear his crown? Tim. Yes, that's that's the real reason I'm not wearing my crown. It's like I got kicked out of the Insane Crown Posse. Oh,
3: no, Chunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm for, so
2: sorry. For new listeners, the Insane Crown Posse is an assortment There's of... new listeners?
3: <laughs> Seems unlikely.
2: <laughs> the Insane Crown Posse, well, you could probably explain it better than I could. Yeah, the Insane Crown Posse was uh, three kings that all hung out. Me, the King of the Horses, and another guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it's the King of the, otters. the otters. I'm sure you're Jeremiah just too sad to talk about it. Jeremiah and Angelo, the King of the Horses, and the King of the Otters. And uh, the King of the Horses didn't invite me to one of his parties, and ever since then there's been a giant rift, a giant chasm in our friendship, and uh, I got kicked out.
1: Yeah, it must be terrible when other kings don't invite you to do something. Oh, Wait,
2: was that a burn on? <laughs> yes. This is the King of Bandits. I know it's the King of Bandits. Yeah. You're on Bandit Island.
3: Yeah. Oh, what yeah. could be a lonelier life than being a bandit king on Bandit Island? No peers to run and play with, no friends to come to your aid in your time of need, nay, just subjects. Looking at you, hoping to take your title of bandit king away from you, or to at least snap your coin purse off your belt at the first opportunity they have, for they are all scurliest bandits.
1: Thank you for describing my life back to me.
2: <laughs> you are welcome. So so Bandit King, were you were you born a bandit, or did you become a bandit? Well
1: uh I think every true bandit is forged in the fires of misfortune. Ooh.
2: Is that literal? Is that literal? (laughs) Uh, I know, I was not burnt by misfortune. Oh, okay. It's hard to know. I mean, so many things in this world sound like they're just a metaphor, but they are literally true.
1: Well, yes, it is the nature of our land. However, I did have (laughs) some unfortunate things happen to me as a young boy, Mm -hmm. uh, and that shaped me who I am today. Wow.
2: I feel like this is a question you should never ask someone, but what are the unfortunate things that happened to you as a boy?
1: I thought you'd never ask.
2: <laughs> also, uh, Arnie, just between you and I, later on I want to ask about his mental health. Oh, okay, yeah. You said you didn't cover it yet? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we haven't talked about mental good, good, health good. at all. I'm just super curious. This is, this is a, a lot deeper of an
1: interaction than I thought it would be. <laughs> but that unfortunate thing that happened to me, or multiple things, uh, my, my parents were taken from me.
2: Your parents were taken from Yes. Did uh, a bandit steal them? Yes. Oh.
1: Was that bandit death? No, it was an actual bandit. Okay. Oh.
2: And was he like, ah, I'm going to steal your parents and sell them to children? No, he left a note.
3: Wait, wait hold on. He hold left on. A note. Stop everything. Did you just suggest that a bandit stole someone's parents to sell them back to children? Yes.
2: Yeah, so it's like, oh, no. Let's
3: let's Walk us through that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, let's just unpack what you
1: say. I, too, would like to know about that. No,
2: no, I mean, I was just assuming if bandits, uh, you know, abducted parents, like, what other use would they have besides to sell them to children who, for whatever reason, can't have parents of their own? Maybe they've tried for a long time to have their own parents. They can't. They're like, look, maybe it's responsible. There are already so many parents. We should just adopt some parents.
1: We tried having a black market for parents on Bandit Island for a while, uh-huh. but it didn't work out didn't work very out. well. No, no, yeah. no. no, no, no yeah.
3: Children do generally don't have a lot of money.
2: Uh.
1: That's the problem That's we ran out. into. Yeah,
3: <laughs> No okay.
1: one could trade any goods <laughs> or services for the parents.
2: <laughs> so I'm sorry, Bandit King. So your parents were, were, were uh, yeah, stolen were, from they, you?
1: Yeah, they were stolen from me. A, a note was left on my uh, bedroom floor. It uh-huh. said, if you want your parents, too bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, no. no like, no. why did they need to communicate that to you? Yeah. yeah. Now,
3: yeah. Bandit King, I do not mean to be insensitive. Was it possible that your parents wrote this note? Damn.
2: Just saying. Did the handwriting look familiar? It was
1: all cut-out letters. Cut-out letters? Yes. But so cut-out of What? Cut out of wood.
2: Wood? (laughs) Wood.
1: Yes.
3: Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) What else would it be?
1: Yes, it has crossed my mind that my parents left that note. Mm. And uh, if that's the truth, I don't want to face that truth. Mm -hmm. So I immediately retreated into my own self and went
2: on a long quest that has brought me here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think, so the note said... If you want to see your parents again, too bad. Yes. How was two spelled? Because that's going to make a difference in my theory here. Mm. I have a theory. How was two spelled? It was a T with two O's. Ah, never mind. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say if it was spelled too bad, T-W-O, then maybe that means like two wrongs make a right. And there's something down that path. You're really barking up a dead tree here.
3: If you're cutting letters out of wood, it'd just be easier to do the number two.
1: That's true, yeah. Save
3: a lot of time.
1: Well, whoever stole my parents had a lot of time to carve the message.
2: That's yeah, very that's sad. the other part. Of that. Yeah, that, that would take a long time. Like it, it would premeditate it. Yeah, that know? seems. They thought about it. Yeah. That seems like, a, it seems like a clue towards maybe it was your parents. <laughs> right? They're like, all right, look, we're going to abandon our child. We just need to spend half a year carving these letters. Hey, hey, hey. If There's, one person in this room shouldn't speak about abandoning their children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? Yes, or, yay no. and boo. Thank you. You know what? You know what? No, no, no. He's right. I've, I've been trapped in this world, and I haven't done enough to try to get home to Earth and see my family again. So you know what? Right this moment, I'm going to get up from this table, and I'm going to go and find that dimensional rift. Because you know what, Arnie? You should do that. You know why? Because you're a bandit king. Because you stole your child's heart.
1: Arnie, before you leave on this journey, let me tell you one thing. No matter how long and how far you search, when you find what you're looking for, you won't be the same, and neither will it.
3: He was just making a joke about not getting up from the table.
2: <laughs> so, Bandit King, what brings you to Hogsface?
1: Great segue, aren't he? <laughs> he really knows so- how to
3: host a podcast, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm.
2: Towards the end, you say what brings you to face, but you... <laughs> But we talk about everything else first? Yeah. Okay. I'm going in reverse order. <laughs> I'm on
1: a fact-finding mission. I need to reform our system of government that's been failing on Bandit Island. Oh, wow. Yeah. It is a banditocracy.
2: Yeah. So How yeah. does a banditocracy
1: work? Uh, well, it's uh, very complicated. Um, a lot of ins and outs, a lot of checks mm. and balances and what have you. But essentially, there's a king, and then everyone votes with their own blood. Mm-hmm and so the bigger people get more votes because they can let more blood out of their bodies. Sure. (laughs) Checks out. There's a giant that lives there that's becoming a dictator by his voting power. Yeah. Have you ever thought about setting up a religious monarchy? Uh, We have, but religion doesn't go over very well on an island where everyone
2: kills each other. Mm. True. That hasn't stopped religions on Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we don't know much about the religions on Earth. What's, uh... We've oh. talked about Christianity, I think. What's Yes, let's get into it. Yes, let's <laughs> dance
1: around this gasoline fire, <laughs> shall we? I, know. I
2: don't know. I mean, well, I mean, historically, a lot of them have been violent. You know, it, it just it happens with most of them. If or you they're... had
1: to rank them, order of best to worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, rank, rank Earth's religions from best to worst. From, from least violent... From best, uh, I would say least violent. He's going for it. Uh, I would say. On Bandit Island, we call this a trap. I'm going to say least violent agnostic. Uh, Second least violent atheist. I think the agnostics are maybe a little less violent than the atheists for some reason. And then blah, 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 blah all the way down.
1: You avoided that well.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Well, Bandit King, uh, we probably need to wrap up here. But uh, is there anything we can do for you to help you make Banded Islands government work better?
1: Well, it would be nice if someone could help us dispatch of this giant who votes with all of his blood.
3: <laughs> I hear your call. <laughs> A call for a hero to step forth and take on your quest. Ay, I, I shall slay this giant with my sword and my staff in hand. I and my trusty steed Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Foon. Ay, we shall together travel to your island. Oh, uh, well, uh, how am I going to get there with a horse? Uh, uh, uh I know. We'll ask Captain Shark to take us there in his boat. I, and then Groomhoof and I shall set foot upon your island, and we shall find this giant, and I shall look him in the eye, and he shall grow a second neck out of his first neck. And then I shall take my sword, and I shall smite him with it, and I shall cast a spell of fire that shall consume him fully.
2: Sounds like a plant. (laughs) I was just going to suggest that like whatever part of Bandit Island the giant lives on, you just say that's in a different district. You just you just say but like it's still you, a uh, part of the island. Though. Well, tech, you say technically look, but we're just sort of trying to figure out the best way to make it. And so giant you you're voting in a different election entirely.
3: Arnold speaks wisdom here. Let me in now. Cast a spell of rezoning. <laughs> Neither who doth. Oh, uh, Oh. Uh, in- in- uh, Now's a good time to tell up- you. I've down, seen down- s- I've seen him commit oh, theft. West before. side, east side, uh. north and south. Oh, let the rezoning on Bandit Island take place now. It's all done. <laughs> take care of. I'll just have to take your word for it. Why wouldn't you take a wizard's word? Oh, okay, back up.
1: I mean, of course I would. Yeah get a
2: little excited about it
1: uh, uh, hooray there we go <laughs>
2: <laughs> well Beta King thank you so much for joining uh, us thanks for
1: having me I'm going to return to the Bandit island now and hopefully not get murdered
2: yeah and you Sidor, thank you for joining me every week you're, you're uh, welcome <laughs> um, <laughs> and Chunt also you know you're a good friend Even- you're a good friend <laughs> <laughs> wow you seem you seem so utterly <laughs> uninvested in saying that to me. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I love you. I love you, Usador.
3: Oh, well, I love both of you, too.
2: And you know what? I love you, Bandit King. Oh, thanks. I'm not ready to go there. I have intimacy <laughs> issues. That's all right. Nay, That's Bandit right. King. Yeah, we never got to talk about his mental health issues. No, oh, he can lay under a tree and figure it out.
3: You've joined us here today, and you are now a part of our circle. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you seem... <laughs> You seem not at all enthused by that. But thank you so much, and thanks to everyone in the Vermilion Minotaur, and thank you from Hello from the Magic Tavern.
0: that was fun. Uh, As the note pinned to my chest tells me, none of that was real, and you shouldn't believe any of it, as if you did. Chunt the King of the Badgers was played by Adol Rafai. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. The Bandit King was played by special guest John Thibodeau. John and Matt both perform in the Improvised Shakespeare Company. You can also see John perform weekly in the show Three Pete Monday Nights at the I.O. Theatre in Chicago. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by, uh... Oh, sounds like we've got another alert for an email here. Let's see. Uh, this is from Melina Tremblay from Quebec. Uh, she sent in an audio of her roommate Jacqueline, no last name, saying Usador's name in French, sort of Canadian French. <laughs>
1: Je suis Yustor, sorcier du deuxième royaume des maître de l'ombre et de la lumière, manipulateur des plaisirs magiques, dévoreur du chaos, champion des grands halls de Tarakis. Les Elves me connaissent en tant que Vianyale. <rire> Les
2: Elfes
1: me connaissent en tant que Zonan Yustangus. Je suis connu dans le Nord-Est sous le nom de Gasmoignesmaster. <rire> Les
2: Québécois me connaissent
1: comme étant le gars qui parle fond Oh, dans Hello from the Magic Tavern. Il peut y avoir encore bien d'autres noms secrets que vous ne connaissez même pas. S'il vous plaît, rejoins-moi dans ma quête pour péter la gueule au Dark Lord. C'était la gueule. Ah <rire> oh, ouais. C'est
3: pas que tu dis ça. Oh, C'était ouais. la
2: gueule.
0: Oh, J'en ouais. faut... Come on, aide-moi à péter la gueule au Dark Lord. <rire> <rire> Quebecois, apparently. Looks like you can look stuff up on this console. I didn't know that. Quebecois. Anyway, Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard LeBan. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at Tavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks so much to the Sounds Like Chicago Festival and Tyler Green for putting it all together. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thank you to Earwolf. Uh, He's probably going to be out of the nutrient shower soon, so I've got to go find some fresh towels. Uh, Bye. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that if exposed would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what